This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, happy new year. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm really excited to introduce Christy Spencer, and she's an etiquette consultant, and she's founder of the Polite Company, Emily Post Institute graduate. She's got a really interesting dynamic and story about etiquette and social business in different situations. And I'm really excited to bring her on the show to pick her brain. So Christy, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I, I was browsing your, um, and that's why I invited you because I'm, you know, most of the time we're talking about marketing or advertising, you know, and, but you, this is really interesting etiquette. So kind of talk about what made you come up with this idea and your experience and how you, and the work that you do with clients. Yeah. So I was interested in it because I'm always interested in how we are impacting a situation. So really being able to look at that and how our past influences that situation, how our actions, how our words, how our appearance can all kind of have have an influence on our situations. And so I just decided that after a few dozen years in television news where we really did kind of practice some of those things as making great first impressions, telling stories, communicating well, decided to start my own company and teach people kind of that good manners are really good for business. Yeah. Which, 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 which is really interesting because um, etiquette is something, one of those things that's kind of often overlooked because, um, you know, uh, it just kind of reminds me of, um, you know, uh, when I was watching like Jane Eyre or Jane Austen, kind of those movies, they're t- teaching, you know, proper etiquette, uh, you know, where to sit, how to sit, you know, how to dine, um, which is really interesting. For my own edification, I'm just curious how many people are actually in this, you know, the business etiquette, you know, teaching clients on that. But um, I mean, we'll start off with one thing is talking about this um, evolution of etiquette in modern society and how has this concept evolved in the digital age, especially with the rise of social media. Now we're going to have the metaverse and um, how we integrate it into social business environments. I think, you know, we do think of etiquette as something that... um, we used to have. And, uh, you know, people will say, are we still doing that etiquette thing? And the answer is yes, we're still doing it. So it doesn't really matter what realm you're in. The overriding principles of etiquette are consideration, respect, and honesty. And those are so incredibly important. And that that is whether you're dining with somebody, that's whether you're having a business meeting with somebody, that's if you're interacting socially on um, line with somebody. Those principles always come into effect. I think that Etiquette has evolved so much in the last four to five years. There are so many rules that have changed. So many of our um, experiences have changed, especially at work, that um, it's a really fascinating time to be part of it. And, you know, to answer your question about how many people do this, there there aren't a lot, but um, there's a lot of people who teach leadership. And really, this is teaching leadership through the lens of etiquette and manners and how we're affecting one another. You know, one thing is because I travel a lot and, you know, Western 
the way I view it is, you know, everybody's independent. You do what you want as long as you're not invading somebody's, you know, space or, you know, you're not intruding on them and you can, you know, speak your mind. We not so much in the corporate setting, but, you know, and, you know, we have quote freedom of speech, but then like other countries, you know, there's unspoken etiquette and, you know, Asia or, you know, there's relationship dynamics. Um, so how do you reconcile this with just basically diversity and different cultures and and how you learn the proper um, etiquette? So when we talk about manners and etiquette, so etiquette is that overriding principle. So it the etiquette is, is that when we meet somebody, we greet them. Now, the way that we do that is the manner. So uh, we might shake hands or we might bow or we might do something else depending on what country we're in. So that's the manner. So those things change um, based on where you are, and those can change over time. But at those principles of we allow people to talk, we acknowledge people when they walk in the room, when we answer the phone, we say something. Those are all of those manners that can change from place to place. The other question is, uh, what are some key differences in etiquette across various cultures and how can understanding these differences enhance social and business interactions? Well, there are so <laughs> many differences in, in cultural, you know, where whether it is how we're greeting people, um, you know, what, what we're using to eat, that changes from place to place. So, I mean, everything, the nuances, uh, the culture of gender can be different in different locations as well. So it, it's really useful to keep those principles in mind. But when you're wanting to be very specific with a certain culture, then you really need to find out about it before you go there. Because sometimes you're going to be doing something that you would never dream would be offensive. And so it's it's really important to figure those kinds of things out before you go somewhere. And, and thank goodness for the internet. You know, we have that at our fingertips. But I think that one other thing you can do is just make sure that you ask somebody who's there and who knows and says, you know, what are the three things I need to avoid? And I think universally, people who are in business are aware that they might have differences with other people and people might be entering their space who don't quite know something. And they're usually really kind to let somebody know, hey, you're doing this wrong. This isn't what we do. This is, you know, how we how we talk, how we enter. But um, but I think just asking people, and sometimes we forget that, you know, yes, we have the whole world at our fingertips, but also we have each other. So don't neglect just asking somebody, what should I avoid? Yeah. The other thing that came to my mind while you were talking was this idea, because um, you know, this traditional nine to five, you have a five-day week weekday or work week and then a two-day weekend is kind of getting blurred now and you know kind of these relationships in business and then sometimes you're dining with you know colleagues or um, business associates you know sometimes partners so talk about this blending of business social dining you know you hang out with you know co colleagues who work that's kind of like networking and how is the etiquette changing with that blend changing dynamic I think one thing people need to remember that it's still work. So even if it seems like it's a so social dinner or a social outing, it's still work. People are still going to judge you. People are going to decide if they want to do business with you. So just because you think that you are in a relaxed setting and you can, you know, let loose and, you know, whether that's cussing or whether that's, you know, wearing your sweats to dinner or, or whether it's to, you know, talking poorly to the server 
all of those things reflect on you professionally, even though you might think you're in a personal situation. So first of all, remember, it's always work. And you really have to, you know, keep your wits about you. Drinking too much is also a thing that we talk about a lot is have some sort of personal rule that you only have one drink when you are are out with people or if it's a work event, really just kind of knowing those personal policies and having those in place before you go somewhere is really important. But most of all, remember, you're still making an impression. Yeah, I, I love that because, um, you know, like I said, it's, you know, always, you know, keep on guard. And, you know, especially in business work settings, you know, again, you're, you're always making an impression, like you said. Um, I'm really curious with, you know, virtual interactions now with Zoom and um, and also kind of like with the metaverse now, what are your thoughts on how etiquette's going to change? Because now it's like, it's this is a brand new um, uh, interface. Yes. And that I think that that's great because we are able to interact with people who on a more regularly than we would before. We're able to go places. And like you say, when we're talking about working with um, other cultures, you don't have to leave your bedroom to be able to do that. So people think, well, I'm not traveling somewhere. I don't need to know about that. You can work globally by and never leave your house. So I think that that's a, an important point. But yes, you know, when we are online, we're still making those impressions. So I tell people, you know, watch what's in your background. Watch how you look. If you, you know, come like you've just gotten out of bed and you've got dirty dishes behind you, <laughs> people can't help but see that. And they can't help but think, okay, what else is going on in this person's life? Um, and if you're just interacting that way with your own team, your boss is probably thinking, oh my gosh, do they interact like that with clients or other people? And so I think it's really just having that self-awareness and don't get too comfortable. Um, don't don't eat lunch when you're on camera. You know, make sure that you're dressed at least from the waist up um, for these things. And I think, you know, it's pretty easy things to do. It doesn't have to be fancy, but you do always have to be thinking about, am I professional? Am I representing myself well? And am I representing my company well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. The other um, question, you know, because, you know, with changing society and, um, you know, we talked about business and social settings, uh, you know, a lot of the audience is um, kind of the Gen Z and they're, they're um, you know, looking for relationships or whatnot. And, um, you know, with changing dynamics in the 21st century, now we have like, you know, uh, swiping apps and, um, you know, uh, online apps and all this. How does um, uh, etiquette relate and how are these changing in terms of relationships? I think we have more choices than ever. We have more choices of who we spend our time with. We have more choices of who we work for. And so when that's at play, you really want to think about how you can put good manners to work in that to, to help you. So if that's a work situation, you want to have a culture of civility in your workplace. Um, people, people think you'll say, well, I don't, I don't think we really need a dress code. <laughs> they think they don't need a dress code, but they want everybody else to have a dress code because that's the way you're representing people. So that when there's so many options and really we're more informal today than we ever have been before. And people kind of lament that and think, oh, you know, or, you know, this generation or that generation. And really, I say, use that to your advantage. Think about the last time that you got a thank you note. Think about the last time that somebody really dressed to the nines for a job interview. 
Again, those are simple things you can do, but even nowadays that makes you stand out even more than it ever did before. So I say, let's not worry about, you know, people are becoming less formal. Let's worry about ourselves and being able to use that to our advantage. Yeah, because, you know, I come from the medical profession, very, you know, it's still very conservative. And, you know, even though we have, you know, changing generational differences, you know, it's still, you know, you still have to be professional and, um, you know, the way you dress you, the way you talk. And um, so it's quite interesting. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, what what does your company do? Like, um, if people are interested in um, checking out your company, what, how can they how can they help them? Yeah, so I specialize in business etiquette training. So I'm working with businesses. I can do that virtually or I can do seminars in person. And I we can come and we can talk about making those great first impressions. We can talk about networking, business, dinners, all of those kinds of things that people are a little bit um, iffy on and they want some confidence in that area. So my company is The Polite Company and you can find me at thepolitecompany.com. Yeah, and um, do you have any as we kind of close any success stories of clients or, you know, testimonials, reviews of um, clients, former clients and how you help them um, navigate this etiquette teaching and whether it landed in a sale or, uh, you know, a job or whatnot. I think, you know, one, one story that I have is I was training with a company and, and you can see some of this as things that they've learned, but they don't put to use or some of the things they, they know when they already do. But one thing that usually strikes a chord is when we talk about personal space with people. And this has become a bigger issue since COVID and we're, you know, maybe going back to the office. And so I give people strategies about how you can still have your focused time, how you can still interact with other people without really just causing that buff in the very beginning because you're interrupting somebody. So we really talk about like, put it to good use, practical strategies to take these higher concepts and break them down into actionable steps. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Especially in, in conversation too. I know, I noticed different cultures that have different conversational style and um, just talking with different clients, you have to adjust your style kind of to match the flow. Um, yeah. Really interesting. Um, for all the audience out there listening, Christy for coming on, check out her company. Those links will be in the show notes. Be sure to give her a like and follow on social media. And with that, thanks so much for coming out to the podcast. Thank you so much.